Where is Johnny? He's been missing for hours. Wait, I think I hear something over that way. Just doing this, getting ready for this. Who is it? Hey, it's me. It's time to record Retro Bliss. What are you doing? Oh, sorry. Here, come on in. That was me opening the door. What are you wearing? Oh, this? Oh, I'm just getting ready for a little something. You look ridiculous. Is that makeup? First of all, feelings. I have feelings here. Is that white makeup, like two inches thick on your face? Yeah. Where's yours at? Is that a red wig? Yes, I got you this big white one. What's up? Why are you not wearing it? Is this? that a dress you're wearing? Did you not get my text? Apparently not. Look at your phone. Yeah, I clearly sent this uh, text message which read the following. <clears throat> Dearest Trevor, uh, today for Retro Bliss, we are going to dress as Kabuki uh, performers. Here's the following items you'll need. And then it's listed all the stuff I'm dressed as. Oh, man, I really dropped the ball on this one. You did. Now, how else are we going to get ready for our episode of Retro Blist? Everybody and welcome to yet another fun field, beautiful, amazing. Trevor, give me more adjectives. I'm running out already. Nearly sufficient. Yes. Also mediocre. We accept that. Can we be? You know what? I'm so proud of what we've been putting out here lately. Slightly above mediocre. I think so. I mean, we started off, you know, like horrific. Then we went to yeah, huh? And now we're like hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's how I would describe it. Yeah. That's I like that. Yeah. That works for me. So thank you for listening to us. Let's get all the fun stuff out of the way first. This is not the fun stuff. Why do we keep saying that? That's that's a trick people into. Oh, okay, okay. So that way they they have to listen to the the dumb plugs that all podcasts do during their podcasting. Yeah, I really hate this part, but go ahead. That's why we do it at the beginning. So now they're like, oh gosh, we're gonna listen to this now. <laughs> yeah, you do. And wait till we start getting sponsored because we're gonna. That's gonna happen. We're gonna sell out. <laughs> I've already got so many plans. Twenty dollars is our minimum. Yeah, to sell out. Is it? What do you think? I mean, we didn't discuss this. $10. $10? $10 and a hot meal. Mm. $10 and a cold chicken nugget. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. that sounds good. There we go. What about $10 while we negotiate with each other? <laughs> yeah, we're not the... Yeah. We'll just wait till the offer comes and decide yeah. then. Okay, anyway. Uh, Johnnyism28 on Instagram. That's where you can follow me and my arts and my jokes and stuff. Also, RetroBlessed on Facebook. Please like that Facebook page. We're putting videos and stuff on there. Trevor. Where can they find the podcast on the on the uh, the Instagrams? Well, Instagram. Look up Retro Blist on Instagram. I post something every day except for when I forget, and uh, <laughs> usually some fun stuff on there. Hey, at least I think it's fun, and sometimes not fun stuff, right? Yeah, sometimes it's just shameless plugs, but you know, most of the time. So yeah, check us out on Instagram, and uh, you be sure to check out the website, the Back Issues Comic Book Podcast website. You'll find all kinds of cool podcasts on there. Yeah, any kind of thing you're interested in, I'm sure there's a podcast that'll fit that. But we should be your number one. We are the number one. I'm making this statement now, Trevor. We are the number one weekly uh, retro gaming podcast in all of of uh, 
where we are now. In all of this house. In all this house in which we are currently recording. Right. We are the number one retro gaming podcast that happens to be weekly. In this house, yes. Unless there's one in another room we don't know about. Yes. But yeah, that's a big, bold statement. That is. I'm glad I, we got that out of the way. I stand by it. Good. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the... Trevor, tell me today, what is our... Our, uh, our pizza de resistance, our... Or I'm trying to talk in other languages here. I'm I'm a man of the people. I I go across the world to try to figure these things out, Trevor. This is why people listen to our podcast to get cultural, to get uh, video gamings, to get people who describe and say words incorrectly. That's why they download our podcast. Well, they came to the right place. I'm sorry I'm so passionate. Because <laughs> today we're definitely going overseas. Oh. To Japan, you might say. Oh, you mean like the oceans. Yeah, overseas. I thought you meant like... You made, like, letters of the alphabet, and you were just jumping over them. I'm going to let that joke simmer a while. Please do. Let's pause and wait for this joke to simmer. Chris, put in some pause music right here. (laughs) Okay, there we go. All right, so yeah, Mystical Fighter for the Sega Genesis came out in North America 1992 and Japan 1991, uh, released by Kid Core. Wait, what? Kid Core. That is an unfortunate name. I'll admit I've... it stands for Kindle Ignite um, something. Well, I don't even want you I, to finish this. Yeah, and also published by Tato or Tato. People oh, can't. I love their chips. Yeah, I love their Tato chips. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> so yeah, just real quick, Kid Core. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Kid Core uh, probably can't save the sinking ship right now, but nope. But they were founded in 1988 and became defunct in 2006, and they specialized in gal games. Otherwise Whoa. known as <laughs> dating sims, they're, Ain- called, they're called gal games. Yeah, that's uh, there's another name for them. I can't remember what it is, but show. I'm not even pretend I'm multicultural. No, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> you can pretend. I'm not going to pretend. <laughs> you call it pretending. I say I'm put on a great. Yeah, it's pretending. Yeah, but so, yeah. This company specialized in dating sims aimed at males. Now, have you ever? But it's called gal games. That's the slang. Have you ever played a gal game? Even if I had, I would not admit it. So I'm going to say no either way. I don't think I have. Was Leisure Suit Larry one? Sort of? I, I know it's a very crude one. I think that was a crude one, but it was made in America, I think. Okay, because I wasn't I, sure. Because I've, I've seen it played before because somebody told me it was funny. And so, and I don't even remember if it was funny. It's been so long ago. Yeah. I know its reputation, obviously. I don't think that... There's not one we'll be playing <laughs> for this podcast. Before this goes even more south, I don't think that these dating sims are necessarily like adult content. So you're telling but me if I get these dating sims, I'll get a real girlfriend. Yeah, that's what I'm telling you. Okay, I'm on it. Yeah, all right. So yeah, it's kind of funny. They specialize in making that kind of game, but this is very much a beat-em-up. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that later. So yeah, uh, but Taito, of course, is known for hits like Space Invaders and Bubble Bobble. So I would say probably a more well-known company than Kidcore. Yes. If I had to guess. What was the other? Oh, the, oh yeah, yeah. Space Invaders especially. I love Bubble Bobble personally. What to play that? I don't sometime. even like saying it because I always get it wrong. Bubble 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 Bubble. Yeah. So yeah, that's the game we're covering. Recovering Bubble Bobble. Nope. Oh, Mystical Fighter. Oh, Mystical Fighter. You're right. Yeah. We literally just played it. We just played it. This is a game I picked up a little while back. Um, he threw his back out doing so. Threw my back out. Speaking of which, comic book back issues. <laughs> that was a stretch. <laughs> Speaking of stretch, History Creeps podcast. Hey, that's mine. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah, I picked this up a little while back. Uh, I'd only played it for a few minutes. 
I had never heard of this game, and looking at the internet, it seems like most people have not heard of this game. Yeah, I when you uh, we had a list of three games we were going to try to choose before before from yeah choose before from from uh, fail. We're getting ready to go on like a vacation, so I'm just getting excited and can't yeah. even speak correctly. Now, when you gave me a list of three games, like the, the two of them, I would most certainly heard of. We're not going to say them now because I think we'll cover them at some point. Yeah. But then you said this one. I said let's let's do that one because I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Because all you told me was it was a beat 'em up. Yeah. And that really, that's all I needed to know when I picked it up. It's a two player beat 'em up, and it looks really strange on the cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it very much does. But yeah. Now, uh, the, uh, now Trevor, kind of give the people like what the 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 theme the theme of the game is. That's yeah, because you know normally I don't know we never decided we were doing it this way, but we normally start off with. Our experience with, you know, Pokemon or our experience with Batman or whatever. Yeah. I don't guess either one of us have any experience with Kabuki dancing, which is the theme of this game. Um, I think the closest that I even remotely have is there was a movie that came out not that long ago. It was The Last Samurai. You remember that movie, don't you? Oh, yeah. Was there not a scene like that? Tom Cruise was The Last Samurai. Yeah. I I don't remember the reasoning behind that, but it's kind of funny in hindsight. Yeah. I I like the movie, though. It was fun at the time, yeah. I think there's a scene in there where they're they're kind of doing a performance, a dancing, and they're oh, kind yeah. of wearing. It probably was Kabuki. I don't know if that was Kabuki is exactly, but that's kind of the feeling I got that it was. Right. So yeah, Kabuki is like a performance arts <laughs> things, a classical Japanese dance performance. If, um, if you look up the picture of Kabuki, you'll you will it will you'll, you'll recognize that you've seen right, it before. Right. And that's what the characters in this game are. Um, yeah, it's, it's not quite samurai or ninja. It's a little bit off. <laughs> Yeah, if that's what you're expecting, but it's it kind of makes for a unique theme. It, it, Kabuki's kind of like a, a dance theater almost, right? Like you put on a play, but it, but dance is a big part of it, right? Which, like we were kind of joking, but you know, fighting and dancing they're pretty similar, so it makes sense. Yeah, you know, well, there's a lot of fighting styles, and especially in games and movies, that there's always like one guy and that's sort of a dance background, sort of yeah. it seems. Like even on your fighting games, it seems that way. Yeah, that's true. Which kind of makes it funny if you think about the move set this game, which I guess we're not getting into that yet. But we'll get into it soon, and it won't take us long to get. Done yeah, with that's it. kind of funny that they didn't <laughs> use the whole dancing thing more. But yeah, now um, I will. Okay, let's let's. So now that we've said that, let's get into the actual game. What? How do you play this game? Tell them what you do. All right. So this is a beat 'em up for one to two players. If you played any of the Ninja Turtles games, Streets I of Rage, two, just because it's difficult by yourself. Right. Um. It's, it's it's like that. You go through stage beating up bad guys, kicking. Well, mostly punching, but drop kicking, punching, throwing um, your way to the end of the stage where you face face a boss. Um, and all the levels are very Japanese themed. It might be sort of out in the woods or in a like a dojo. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's very much a beat up A is punch, B is jump, B and A is, you know, a drop kick, and C is your magic power. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it. And you just bump in enemies to pick them up, and you can throw them. Well, let's let's talk about the graphics real quick. All right. Uh, when you said this game came out in '92, right? Right. '91 Japan, '92 America. Yeah. So, to me, the graphics were now we were playing this on HD TV, and you got to yeah. keep that in mind when we're talking about these games sometimes because most of your TVs now are HD, and a lot obviously these systems were not made for HD television. No. So it's going to take out. It's going to white. It's going to like wash out some of the colors, yeah. sort of. And it, so to me, some games can get past that. Like I think the Sonic games, the Mario games, that doesn't right. really hurt those. They still stand it out. It just looks so good to begin with. Yeah. But games like this, which kind of have a dark 
tone to them to start yeah. with. It, it sort of uh, it like tomorrow I'll forget what this game looked like. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I do have a CRT TV at home. You know the old classic tube TVs, um, and I bet you this game will look so much better. But yeah, it's kind of a little bit on the dark side, and it doesn't. Yeah, it's Darth Vader. The HCTV does not do it any favors. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I could tell what everything was. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. It, it wasn't. It wasn't to the point where stuff was blurry or anything like that. Yeah. You can definitely tell that there are two different characters. Uh, they, they were. <laughs> That's a low bar. Bar to clear. Yeah, yeah. You can tell they're two characters. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're, they're fictional characters, so I don't have any. But I could tell that they were. You know, they were, we were like they're just different colors. Like I was yeah. red and you were. Blue, is that right? <laughs> no, I was white. I think. Okay, okay. So I my, hair, my hair was very white. Yeah, your hair was white. Mine was red. If I think right, yeah, thinking correctly. But anyway, so that was pretty much our only differences, right? So, but from a look standpoint, it's nothing to write home about, in my opinion. Yeah, um, it was a little, it was a little dark for my taste, and HDTV was probably part of that. Yeah, and I'll also say that there were a few levels that stood out graphically, like the one I think is the dojo, and you have the. I'm not sure what those are called. The screen walls with like the the art on them. Yeah, yeah. That that was nice looking, and like there's level with fog. That's kind of a neat effect. Um, but the levels, yeah, some of them did blend together a little bit. They were a little samey. Yeah, uh, but, which is a, you know which is going to make it sound like I'm dissing this game, and I'm and I'm not. But I feel in all fairness, we have to say gra- that I would say graphics would be the lowest point of this game. Yeah, and and to be fair, also, um, I would say the graphics were. Average to above average for Genesis because you don't think about all the really terrible games. You know, you remember games like Sonic Two and Streets of Rage, and it's below those. Oh but yeah, you think sure. of all the terrible games. It probably sits in the middle or slightly above middle. See, when I think of Genesis, I think of those games like Vector Man and all those. Oh yeah, those are just look amazing. Earthworm yeah. Jim still look great. Yeah, these games look great. But yeah. when, when you get to this one, it's just it's below those for sure. Right now, let's let's get to. Um, the move sets. Let's talk about the stuff you can do in the right. actual game. Now, that this was my major complaint. Like in your Ninja Turtles, we'll just, this is going to get compared to Ninja Turtles a lot. Yeah. And the Ninja Turtles, I'm just going to use the Genesis beat 'em up Turtles game. Hyperstone Heist. Yeah, we're just going to be covered. Check out that episode. Yeah, make sure that's yeah. a callback. Yeah. Now, you know, in that one, even though it's a button smasher at its core, like this one is, which yeah. all these beat 'em ups kind of are. Yeah. Like, if I hit the same button three four uh, times in a row, it does a little combo where they're doing different moves. Right. It's not the same move again and again and again. Yeah. Now, with this game, if you keep doing that, it's... it's <laughs> I called it the, the tickle. Like, it's, <laughs> it's what it looks like. Look, he tickles the tummy, tickles a little bit below the tummy where it gets a little escape, if you ask me, then back up <laughs> to the tummy again. It's just a tickle, tickle, yeah. tickle, 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 tickle. The move you're doing 90% of the time is a fast punch that yeah, is fast not tickle. particularly a brutal-looking punch. Right. But what saves this game for me, honestly, that bumped it up a level score, which we haven't got to yet, is the fact that a lot of this game is based on throwing. Yeah, that is definitely a... You know, a lot of the Turtles games um, and beat-em-ups, you can throw enemies, but in this one, it's constant. Yeah. All you do is you bump into an enemy, and you can throw them into each other, into each other as in the other player. Yeah. Which is funny and annoying. Into pits, which is the which best. Which is the... the there's literally there's literally parts where just like in any of those beat 'em ups where you can fall down off the screen to your yeah. death, but you can walk up and pick these villains up and just toss them down there like you're throwing out trash. Right, and I actually made a note that one thing I love about this game is the traps and the pitfalls. They help you more than they hurt you in this game. Yes, because yeah, we were literally picking up enemies and dumping them in the hole like yeah. they were garbage. You can definitely use them to your advantage for sure. Right. 
So I did like that. And also liked the the move set. The move set was limited. I mean, you said to punch, you can jump, and then I you said press. It was a tickle. The tickle. Thank so you got the tickle. You can jump, and if you press B, you kick. Yeah. Um, and you can also do a slide kick, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there's a slide kick as well. And then C is magic, but only if you pick up the magic scrolls, so you yeah. don't get that too often. It's very much a... Wasn't it Golden Axe that kind of did something similar to that? Yeah, I think it's pretty much the same but, moveset, really. Yeah, it's very... It gave me a Golden Axe feel, that game, this game. Which makes did. sense. I mean, it came after Golden Axe, um, Genesis, you know, it yeah. makes sense. Which, you know, Golden Axe is obviously a classic. Right. So if you're going to try to kind of copy something... And I don't, I don't think this game is a complete copycat of that. No. But it does give me that feel of playing Golden yeah. Axe. And that makes sense. And I will say, though, the moose set is limited. Like, even compared to Turtles, I felt like it could use another kick or something. Yeah. But it was very fast. The tickle, as Johnny calls it, which is supposed <laughs> to be a punch, is very fast. And something that kind of sets this one apart is, like, you can kick enemies on your left, then you press right. Or, I'm mean, sorry, you're punching enemies on your left, you hit right, and you're punching enemies on your right, and you can do it seamlessly. It's very quick. Um, which comes in handy. It does. Because you'll get surrounded easily in this game. Which yeah, brings me to the other point with the controls is, because they are so quick, like you can really double-team enemies a lot. Like, I, you know, I remember telling Johnny, hey, you get his right side, I'll get his left side. Yes. And it's a legitimate way to beat enemies. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, for sure. And for the enemies, there's all kinds of different ones. I think, really, honestly, from our experience, we didn't play, we played most of the levels. There's only five. We made it. Or I made it to level four. Yeah, I made it to three before. I made it to the end of three, but right. I was thrown into a pit by the last bad guy. Right. But, uh, you know, the the overall, like your main, just what, just not even the, 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 the ending bad guys, the bosses, seemed a little bit easier once yeah. you figured them out than the actual regular, uh, you know, goon A and goon B. It's funny you said that because I was, I was looking up, looking, I can't speak. Speak <clears throat> la, 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 la. I was looking up information on this game. Info. Info. Right. And there's really not much, but one quote I found was someone said, this game is notable because the end bosses are easier than the regular enemies. Which is and for sure. It's, it really is just about the truth. Now, we will say that once I was, I was gone, the game got a lot harder by yourself. Oh, man. That made me appreciate it more. Yeah, when Johnny died, which he fell into a pit, no, 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 no. I was thrown into a pit. Thrown into a pit, yeah, we'll Thank say you. that. Um, and it really did get a lot harder. I don't know if you just play single player, if there's fewer enemies, but since we're playing two player, once he was gone, I died pretty quickly because the enemies really tag team you. Oh, yeah. So it really does help to have a partner, which makes me appreciate the game more because it is. it makes you want to have that other player there to help you. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think but, we also need to take it, talk about the music. Right. So let's, let's, what are the music, like, we went through, well, you went through and did the sound test. Which I don't think was working right, but yeah. <laughs> where the sound, where, yeah, you're doing almost like a remix, you're DJing up that yeah. soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, not to get off track, but the sound test in this game, I would press it and it would start the song, and then I'd go to the next one, and it would keep playing the other one. So, eventually, it's just a jumbled mess. Yeah, it was overlapping salt music and stuff. I kind of think it was a glitch in my But I will say overall, the but, music, while I'm not going to remember it, you know, later on, it doesn't stand out. It was still good. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was really good for the... It gave you the Japanese feel. Yeah. Um, and it was exciting. I, I think the music was really good. I, I don't think it was legendary. No, no. But it was it was good. It was very good. It's not one where I'm going to have to go look up the soundtrack for. No. No, but it's not one. There were no annoying um, 
Genesis Gems is a podcast I like to listen to, and they uh, free shout out. They talk about the cat noise that the that some Sega Genesis games make, like meow. You know that sound effect? No, but keep but do it one more time so I can get meow. It. Okay, one more that time. One? No, I gotta, you gotta hold on. Get, let me get in the headspace. Do it again. Meow. Okay, it's a horse that's on its last leg. Yes, okay. that sound. There was none of that in this game. And you know what happens when horses are on their last leg? They go for ice cream. Yes. Okay. Yes, they do. This is a family podcast. This is a family podcast. <laughs> so yeah, what were we saying? We're the glue that sticks together. Oh, the music's pretty good. That's what we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, the music is good. Some of the sound effects that were really odd. Speaking of putting <laughs> yeah. horses down. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you mean really taking horses of, for ice cream, for ice cream Trevor? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, but the, it's just like this Kabuki theme, and a lot of the sound effects were very. Like sci-fi, I can't even recreate. That. You played one, and I literally thought it was Star Trek. Yeah, I literally said that. I said, "Is that from Star Trek?" Yeah, yeah. The, the sound test is fun in this game because there's some weird sounds. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so the music I, I would say is, I don't know. It was good. I don't know if I can say it was great, but it was definitely good. That, that's I think that's I think that's pretty yeah. accurate there. It was it was good. Like I, I couldn't find many faults in it, but none of it stood out. Right, if I grew up with this game and I, you know, had played the levels a hundred times, I would probably have some of the tracks stuck in my head, and I would say it was great. If you do anything a hundred times, it would be stuck in your yeah, head. That's true. Uh, I mean, really? Yeah, but but playing it once today for pretty much the first time. If you time, eat mashed potatoes like a hundred days in a row, and then the hundred first day you don't have mashed potatoes, you're thinking, "Where are my mashed potatoes?" I'm probably gonna be thinking, "I don't ever want to see another potato." Well, that's you. You live in a different world from that's me. That's true. <laughs> now, is there anything else you want to say about this game before we get to our scores? Um, well, I was going to say, I guess the standout things to me, good and bad. First, I'll start with the bad. <laughs> Most beat-em-ups, you know, you're kind of locked on a screen, and then you have to beat all the enemies, and it tells you to go on. Right. Well, in this game, I felt like we were always pushing towards the right of the screen, which happens with the Turtles games, too, but I don't know. I felt like maybe it could have, the enemy should have <laughs> tried harder to get back onto the screen. Um, that was a little annoying. Yeah, a lot of times you're beating up enemies that you didn't see. Right, which isn't unusual for this kind of game. But And also, where you lost one of your lives was because an enemy fell down a pit. Oh, yeah. He fell down a pit, but he was still there. We could see him. So I was telling Johnny, no, wait, stop. And before he started listening to me, he'd already jumped off three times yeah. trying to get this enemy. <laughs> to be fair, I did hear you, but I still had to try it. You still had to try it. <laughs> well, yeah. But that was, that was, That's how that, I learned. That was a strange glitch, though. Yeah. Um, he'd already fallen down... Supposedly to his doom. Yeah. But you could still see him there. He was just looking up at us, just mocking me. He was sitting there just right. making fun of what I was wearing. Right. And I'm a very sensitive boy, so I wasn't going to take this. So I was going to do a nice, cool-looking jumping flying kick into his face. And, and and I tried three times, and I failed. Literally Well, failed. that's a life lesson. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to say before you Well, that was the bad. My favorite thing about the game that I think does make it stand out a little bit is just the way you interact with the enemies. Like I said, you can literally... You can take them out to dinner. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you can say, hey, do you want to watch a movie? You can tell they started out making dating sims. Yeah, you can say, hey, uh, instead of fighting here, I brought you this this gift of some cheese. And you can just have like cheese and wine. That's a thing in Japan, right? Or is yes. that Wisconsin? I want to go with Wisconsin. Okay. I am get this too confused. <laughs> but other than that, <laughs> I appreciate how you can punch the enemies. I... <laughs> It's hard to explain. I guess you just have to play it. But yeah, like the fact that you can double team enemies and like just... Well, if you've ever played Battletoads, I think it was a little similar to that. 
Not as hard. Not as <laughs> yeah. hard, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, just the way that the enemies It's took hard for me to compare. <laughs> like, I, I get that comparison. Battletoads is a much better game. Yeah. But I know I know what you're getting at. There. But this one, I think we could beat if we played it a second time. Yeah. Yes. I definitely got that yeah. feeling from it. So what, Trevor, how many, uh, how much makeup do you give this game? So we'll go with jars of makeup. Yeah. How many jars of makeup do you give this game? Okay, well, we gave, or I gave Hyperstone Heist uh, an 8.5, if I remember. Yes. So if you give us more than that, I'm throwing you out. The, so this is a perfect, podcast is a perfect 10. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you know, with that in mind, you know, Hyperstone Heist is about an 8.5. Um, I'm going to say six full jars of makeup and then a half-used jar of makeup. <laughs> used? Yeah, so six and a half jars. And the reason being... <laughs> Can you just get a smaller jar of makeup? Okay, six big jars and a little jar. Now, I don't wear a lot of makeup, but I'm assuming you don't want to use somebody else's makeup. That's a good way to get diseases. This is when we need your wife here so she can explain this stuff to us. We don't know these things. <laughs> you can get gout for makeup, probably. You probably can. That's probably where I got it from. <laughs> this has got to be the episode with the most awkward silences. No, let's have more. Let's I'm have trying more. to talk about this game. Let's have one more awkward your stupid silence. jokes and your stupid... All right. I was at this house, right? In this scary house. Oh, there's like a ghost and all kinds of scary stuff happened. It was haunted. So haunted. Like tons of people. Just get this, buddy. Tons of people like died there and such. Wait, come on now. You talking about Amityville? What? what what's Amityville? You know the Amityville story, the house about that the kid that shot his family up. They tried to say it was all demented demons and crap like that. What? What? Whoa, whoa. Dad just heard this show about it. All about it. You ain't heard about that podcast called History Creeps? No, what's a History Creep? History Creeps is a podcast about all them crazy weird things that be going down in history. Two guys be doing it pretty good. You just copying that story. I ain't heard that before. I don't know what you're talking about, but I do know. I gotta go see you listen to this podcast that you're talking about. Check it out. History Creeps. I get it on my iTunes all the time. But I only have a stitcher. Is that okay? I guess. I don't know about your stitches. I don't know what you be cutting up. But just listen to that history creep. You'll enjoy it. Trust me. Okay, I'm getting on it just right now. <laughs> All right. Hey, put some more wood in that fire. Oh, here we go. Perfect. Okay, calm down. All right, here we go. So, yeah, what was I saying? <laughs> You're telling me what your score was. Six and a half. Uh, six and, and a half. Oh, because, you know, with five being very average. Right. I think this is just above average. I think the graphics, music, and gameplay is average, but I put it just above average because it, it just feels fun. I like the fact that it does feel different two-player than one. The fighting feels pretty good, even though it's limited. But it's not reaching a higher level because the fighting is so limited. And honestly, it's a little too easy. Only five stages, which I deemed Hyperstone Heist for that, if you'll remember. I think it was five stages. Yeah. This just feels a little too easy to me. I mean, you know, we made it, I think I made it halfway through the fourth stage. On a first time playing the game. So, yeah. But still solid. And we're not good at this. No, we're really not good I at can't, I can't say that enough to these yeah. people. We're not good at games. No. We just love playing them. Just because we have a podcast about them. We're terrible at it. doesn't mean them. anything. Right. Now, so, you gave a six and a half. Which is above average, just to be clear. I give it a six. <gasps> now, the, <laughs> da, da, da. the reason I give it a six is because, like you, I don't think it's... I think it's slightly above... Average. I can't go up any more past six because how limited the fighting was for me. There was just nothing there. The only thing 
to me, the knock this up to a six was the fact that you could throw the the throwing mechanics really saved this game for me. It really did set, did set it apart. We didn't even mention the magic though. Oh yeah, because it's, it's pointless. Well, basically, you pick up one scroll and you hit a giant bell to knock out enemies. The more scrolls you get, the stronger the magic. And then, yeah, right? you pick up two as lightning and so on. Yeah. But really, all you're doing is pressing a button. There's not much strategy to the magic. It's the same. I think Golden Axe do a similar thing. Yeah, I think, I think so. we did mention it. We're just repeating yeah. ourselves. All right, we so, like to do that. So six and a half is. I mean, you give it six and a half, giving a six. Yeah. So six point three five. 6.25 if you want to do math. I correctly. don't do math. Okay. That's what you do. You went to college. Oh, my opinion counts for more. That's why you went more towards my score. That's right. Okay. See, see friendship. Good. Friendship wins. <laughs> now, Trevor, it's come to that time. Everybody's favorite moment of this podcast. The end of it. Just kidding. How about I interrupt you? Go ahead. Because I actually wrote a note down. No, goodness gracious. I have a pro tip. Okay, give it to us. Um, You can do a level select to choose between the five levels. All wait, you do wait, is wait, 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 wait. We got to we got to do a better job with this. This is a new segment. Oh, is it a new segment? <laughs> Pro tip. Pro right. tip. Level select. You just boot the game up and start pressing C over and over and over again, and eventually the tile screen will appear and you'll be able to select your level. And you do the same thing except press B over and over and over, and you can do a dual mode. I guess we didn't actually do that. I guess it's just a fighting mode. So, oh, that's kind of neat yeah. and easy. If the codes are super easy in this game. Yeah. But yeah, that's so. There's that. So that's been your pro tip. Segment. 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 Speaking of segment, do we, uh, do we have a new segment we wanted to do? Or is that going to be you know, later? Or We can do that now. You want to do that now? No, let's yeah. do it last. All right. Brendan, let's we do... decide things on the air. Yeah. We, t- we did yeah. not discuss this beforehand, obviously. So let's do the segment that everybody loves. They come back to this. I get yeah. emails and mail and phone calls and text messages. People just, show up in person. People come to me in person. Just... Going insane over this segment that we always do. And that segment, of course, is called... Bliss Quiz. That's what's the with you. you. Oh. Ready? One, two, three. A bliss, bliss quiz. quiz. That's beautiful. That was terrible. Yeah. Your I'm... beautiful is my... No. My beautiful is... Okay, you got the first question. Oh, I do? Okay. <laughs> well, you're not going to believe this, but I went to eBay. That's uh, that's not like you. I know, but here we go. How much... Is that doggy? In the window. No, to use a quote from the actual listing, a top quality Japan ninja sword... Made in China. Okay. I'll let that ring in for you. Made a ninja sword made in China. Japan ninja sword made, made in, in China. China. I'm with you. Um, top quality, though. Top quality. Uh, what would be the buy it now price? Okay, there's a buy it now price. Yeah. Um, you said top quality, though, right? Top quality. So it's not below quality. Top quality Japan sword made in China. Okay, when you say top quality, do you mean like middle quality? Um. If the quality was a bunk bed, which bunk would it be? I'm going to say this would be like the double-decker couch. So it would be the top bunk yeah, quality. There okay. You go. I'm going to say, I think our swords expensive in the first place. I feel like they are, or they should be. Um, I mean, I've that- not bought too many Japan Ninja swords, <laughs> but last time I did, yeah, they were pretty expensive. 
My point being, if so, if I could slice somebody in half, it better cost me a lot of money to get it. That's true, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with, and the fact that it's made in China and it's a Japanese ninja sword yeah. really should make it more obscure. It makes it very ethnic. Yeah, and, and, and more original. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with $1,000. Whoa. <clears throat> Shipping an extra 500 bucks. Well, you're wrong about the shipping. The shipping is free. Oh. But the sword is $23,999. Okay. So that's close. Yes. Let's pull our which, money together. Which was the most expensive. And we can pay for a shipping. <laughs> the most expensive uh, ninja item on eBay. The second most expensive was a Kawasaki ninja motorcycle. The sword was more than a motorcycle. It was $5 more than the motorcycle. <laughs> wow. Well, so yeah, there you go. So if you ever, in a, so if you're trying to decide what you want to spend all your money on, the sword that's made in China, the Japanese sword that's made in China, yeah. or, or the Japanese this, motorcycle that's motorcycle. made in Japan, <laughs> go with the sword. Yeah, there we go. All right, Trevor. In this game that we just played, uh-huh. when you approach certain areas in this game, what happens? One, there's a bonus level. Two, or B, it resets the whole game. Huh. Or C, a dance-off ensues. I really wish it was C, but I know it's a bonus level. It is a bonus level. You're correct. We actually found one by accident. When you got stuck in that pit... We went into the waterfall. I said, hey, did. let's... I wasn't even trying to go into it. I was just walking against the waterfall, and we found a bonus area. Yeah. So, yeah. We had to bite the raindrops. Which saved us from having to reset the game, because that enemy wouldn't disappear. Right. When so, we yeah. came back, he was gone yeah. magically. So, that worked. All right. Next question. So, this one... I think you're going to like. Okay. Which of these is not a famous Kabuki play? All right. So I'm going to give you three titles and basic synopsis. Synopsis? Synopsis. And you're going to tell me which one is not real. Gotcha. All right. A. Fishing for a Wife. <laughs> okay. I'm giving the English titles, by the way. All right. Fishing for a Wife, a 1902 play about a foolish man who sets off on a journey to find a beautiful wife. B. Taking out the garbage. A play about a powerful kabuki who is able to throw enemies like they're just bags of trash. Or C. Courier from Hell. (laughs) It's about a mail courier who has to commit double suicide because he accidentally breaks open a sack of money that he's carrying. This sounds like a really dark Garfield episode. (laughs) So So we have the mail carrier that commits double suicide. Right. We have the taking out the garbage. Right, and finding a wife. And fishing for a wife. Is it, am I trying to figure out which one's made up? Yep. The second one. The garbage one? Yeah. That's correct. I just know that because we were throwing them out yeah. and the bag out like garbage. It's all the reason they even picked that. <laughs> those are all great, though. Yep. I thought those were pretty nice. Yeah. All right, Trevor. Who would make the better Kabuki fighter? Are you ready for your choices? Yes. You. Okay. As A. Strong option. B. Is me myself mm, okay? And C is Danny Tanner from Full House. Well, let's see. We got to think. Fighting and dancing are the right. two things that's in store here. Danny Tanner's really good at cleaning. She wears a lot more makeup than we do. That's a plus. He does. He's an actor. You're right. He Danny Tanner. You ever seen Full House? It's the dad. What's the girl? What's the oldest girl's name? Not Danny, but it's the kind of guy's name, isn't it? DJ. DJ. There we yeah. go. I, I, yeah. I thought you meant Danny Jack Tanner, which is DJ. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he probably still wears more makeup Bob Saget is who I'm talking about. All right. Well, I have a little more respect now. Gosh. Maybe that's behind. We're breaking a fourth line until the actor was. All right. You, me, or Bob Saget. Which one's a better Kabuki? <laughs> well, this got to be Bob Saget then. Why didn't you just say it to begin with? You're right. 
<laughs> that was a great answer. I know it sounds like an opinion question, but that was but you gave the right answer. Well, my third question also has a right answer. Okay. You are a kabuki fighter. Of course I am. That's why I was one of the choices in my previous question. All right. And you are facing a giant foe. Oh, man. What is your weapon of choice? And I'm going to give you three choices. Okay. There is a correct answer. A is a samurai sword forged in Kyoto, Japan. Oh, it's not a Chinese one. B is a th- <laughs> forged in Kyoto, Japan, manufactured in China. Okay. Right. B is throwing stars dipped in deadly poison. Oh. Or C is the Liberty Bell. It's already cracked, though. So it's a broken bell. Yeah. Um, B. Sounds the coolest. Throwing stars. Clearly, you didn't pay attention. No, I didn't. None of the questions, none of the answers was Bob Saget. So I, I saw no throwing way. stars in this game. We didn't ever really have a sword, although I did get like a... You got like a sword. A sci sword thing. But that was like for five minutes. Yeah. But over and over again, we used the giant bell magical attack. Oh, you're right. So you your know. correct choice was the Liberty Bell. Well, I'm sorry. You failed. No, I'm going to give you a completely... Whatever answer you give is the right answer. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yes. If you could turn any movie ever, any movie ever, into a Kabuki live performance... What movie would you choose? Any movie into Kabuki. Any lines. movie. Oh, any man. Any movie. Oh, there's so many good ones. Because I'll be honest, after reading these plot lines, if they ever did one in English, I would watch one. It's pretty. It sounds like they're pretty crazy. I could say Lord of the Rings because it's really long and one of my favorite things ever. But I think that would kind of be weird. I don't know if that would work. No. I'm going to say... Uh, I already have an answer. How about the Ghostbusters instead of that's good. ghosts or busting Kabuki fighters? That could work. I was thinking like uh, like Batman when he's taking on his villains. All his villains are very colorful almost. Especially I, if you're talking about the 60s, 60s series. That could be or it could be the Tim Burton ones too. Yeah, really. That's what that's going to be my guess. <laughs> All right, Trevor. We got one more surprise for everybody. No. Every once in a while, we're going to throw in these little extra segments. And we have a new one. It's called Retro List. That's Retro List. Yeah. And that, of course, is where we're going to take the theme or loosely based theme of the game that we've just <laughs> yeah. played. Which this is very loose, by the way. <laughs> first one. By the way, Johnny made this idea up before he realized what we what this game's really about. I'll, I'll, give, it, I'll give it back to you in a okay. second. We're going to top five list. We're just going to bring our top five of a certain thing dealing with the game or uh-huh. some way. When you originally told me this game, I had it in my head that we were going to be ninjas. I don't know why. <laughs> I just assumed ninjas, I guess because I've always loved ninjas. Yeah. So I'm just assuming ninjas. <laughs> so our list is the top five ninjas, which is still fighting and we're fighting in this game. Yeah. I'm counting it. There are similarities. Yeah. So Trevor, start with your number five. Who's your number five top ninjas? Let's see. I wrote these down and didn't put them in order, so now I get to put them in it order. Doesn't, it honestly doesn't really matter. I'm going to say for my number five, is Sheik, which is also not even a ninja. But spoiler alert, for those who don't know... The Iron Sheik? Close. That's the only one I've... This is going to sound really super cool, so just don't be jealous. You're going to be super impressed that I If you can't do the Camel Clutch, I'm not going to be impressed at all. So in Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, there's this character called Sheik, and uh, she's a Sheikah warrior, which isn't really a ninja, but it's kind of like a ninja. And spoiler alert, it's actually Princess Zelda. Well, that blew me away. Yes. I didn't know that. So that's number five. Yeah, my number five, Trevor, is that guy from the American Ninja movies. I don't know his name, don't remember him, but I love the movies. The guy from the American Ninja movies. This is a great list. <laughs> By the way, I had to stretch for this, because I've always thought ninjas were cool, but then I realized I don't really know a lot of ninjas. They, they are cool, but if you look at what they really are, they're kind of jerks. Yeah, kind of mean. 
So number, number four. Number four, I'm going to say um, Ryu Hayabusa, who is the main character from Ninja Gaiden. That's or a, Gaiden, if you prefer. That's a really good one, and that's a game we'll probably have to cover at some point. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a big time hitter for me. I have for, uh, one and two, and I think three on the NES. Yeah, that's a good one. I, I can agree with that one. Now, number four for me is Vega from Street Fighter. Oh, okay. He could almost be, because he would, he would wear a mask, even though he looked just fine. I almost wonder if he's supposed to be a Kabuki warrior. That's what I was saying. But, you know, I, he he was a ninja. Like, he uh-huh. would jump all around the screen. And he had the claws, which I always thought were cool. Yeah. So, he's my number four. Who's number your number four. three? Number three. Number three. For number three, we're, what do we have left here? <laughs> all right, number three, we're going to go with Joe Musashi, who is Shinobi from the Shinobi series of games. Uh, really awesome Sega Genesis games that we'll have to cover at some point. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right, my number three is, of course... The gray and late, and very much missed by me, Chris Farley. Oh. He was in that one ninja movie where he was a ninja. I don't remember the name. You're really stretching it, but I want to agree with you on that, just because it's Chris Farley. It is Chris Farley, and uh, Chris Rock was in the movie with him. Chased a chicken around. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie. Sweet. Man, I missed that guy. All right, what's your number two? Number two is the Ninja Blender. <laughs> it's my more specifically my wife's Ninja Blender. <laughs> And that's because it makes me food. <laughs> so, I mean, all the rest of these are fake, so you kind of got to put that one high on the list. Yeah, that's a good. I can't wait to see what beat that one for you. Uh, my number two is all three of the three ninjas. <laughs> all three of the three ninjas. <laughs> you had, what were their names? Was it one Rocky? Uh, one was, I want to say Bully. <laughs> Rocky, Pocky, and Zaki. Something, no, it's, I can't believe them. The three kids, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, but I never saw it because I was deprived. You of never it. saw those. There's a lot of '80s movies I never saw. You, Trevor, for crying out loud, we got a. There's like four of these movies. Hulk Hogan's in one of them. Well, I want to see that one. <laughs> it's the worst one. Oh, I should have known. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of fun in a messed up way. But <laughs> like our great. show. Yeah, yeah, it's great <laughs> messed up theater. It's I love those movies though, for what they are. <laughs> Trevor, what is your number one? My number one, really. There was no other option. You know, ninjas are very serious things, and yes. I didn't want to give a joke answer. That's right. But all of the Ninja Turtles, oh, that would be my number one. you got to choose one. Well, I always picked Leonardo because he was blue. <laughs> so, and he has a sword. Oh, I thought, oh, you mean he was, uh, do you mean that his color was blue or he was sad all the time? Because <laughs> he was so depressed. Did he play the blues? He was a blues musician who was depressed, <laughs> and he carried a sword, so he was my... He was my favorite. Wait till you read our new Ninja Turtle fan fiction. <laughs> my number one, Trevor, and I would never copy you. We didn't look at each other's list, by the way. Of course, the top ninja of all time to me, and you could never go against this, is the the best ninja ever, and that's Raphael of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> and not just because he was red, either. His weapon was cool. The Psy is awesome. Have you seen a real Psy in real life? Oh, yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, they're awesome. They're actually a lot bigger than you think, too. That's probably how we're going to die. Probably. Beside. <laughs> right, here's okay. Let's real quick super uh, side list ways we're gonna die. Number two, side attack. Yeah. And number one, a bear attack, or one a a bear killing me with a side. <laughs> <laughs> that would almost be worth dying for. I think it would. I'd love to have it on my tombstone. He died doing what he loved, getting killed by a bear with a side. <laughs> I'm probably gonna have a giant bell drop on my head. Yeah. So the I was just informed by. Uh, we'll just we'll just call her my mom. I was just informed that that Chris Farley movie was Beverly Hills Ninja. That's what it was called. Oh, yeah. 
I don't See, have from a your phone. description. Nothing was ringing a bell. Well, usually I have my but phone that, with me, yeah, but I, it's charging right now, so I don't have it to look at to look things up. Beverly Hills Ninja. Love that movie. Cool. Not a great movie. It's not going to win any awards, but it's a fun movie. And it's Chris Farley. You can't go wrong. It's Chris Farley. All right. So, Trevor, we've come to the end of this episode of huh. Retro Blessed. Thank Is there goodness. Anything? I know. Gosh, I feel like we've gone forever. Trevor and I are about to go on vacation. We're going to go up fight bears. Yeah. Don't give away our location. <laughs> yeah. They could have size. Yeah. Oh, we just thought of a new game. We're going to a, a, a street fighting game in which is, we're fighting all kinds of different bears from brown bears to polar bears to koala bears. They all have different kinds of weapons on them. Huh. Which bear would be the worst one to fight? Koala bear, because it's so cute, you would just feel bad and then it would kill you. What would his weapon be? Staring you in the face. I feel like its weapon would be like one of those fans, but like it's oh, sharp yeah. edges and it could kill you with them. Like, oh, look at that bear. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're, you know, you're not around anymore. Yeah. And then they just cover you. And pretend that you didn't exist. Like this podcast. Yep. Thank you for listening for, to this episode of Retro Blessed. <laughs> I know it's your favorite podcast of all time. No need to tell us. And if it's not, what's your problem? I mean, really. Trevor, hey. can you get on these people about not liking this podcast so much? Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. We need it. I'm begging you. We're going to get Johnny back on his meds. In the meantime, if we don't hear from you, we'll assume this is your favorite podcast. I feel lightheaded. Something's probably wrong with me. Trevor, I'm going to pass out any moment now. Whoa, whoa, put the bell down. Put the bell down. I'm going to ring this bell. (laughs) Puns.